Welcome to the ANA Podcast, Sports Talk with your hosts, Anthony Cortez, Alex Ashley, and Kevin Rowe. What's up and welcome back. It's the ANA Sports Show, Part 2. I am your host, Anthony Cortez, and I'm joined alongside my two good friends and co-hosts, Mr. Alex Ashley. What's up, everybody? And Mr. Kevin Rowe. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks for showing up to your own house, Kev. I appreciate it. And there then, it is. You're welcome. Uh, I missed it. This is the week of uh, June. We're recording this on a June 1st. Um, and as we're currently watching basketball, the NBA playoffs. But before we do that, hey, who can, like, it's okay. Go on. Yeah, keep it's going. okay. Nobody, like, nobody, technically, he didn't say it was Yeah, I, we, yeah we're, nobody cares. Uh, we're going to talk some MLB, but before we do that, let's talk about our friends real quick at Baseballism. They're an all-baseball related apparel and company for baseball people. If you're a baseball fan, you should be wearing Baseballism. It's America's brand, the official off-the-field brand for baseball. Visit Baseballism.com, and while you're there, use our code AASports, our initials AASPRCS, for 15, 1-5% discount off your first order. And if you're not ready to order today, we're not ready to order today, go follow them on all their socials. They're very active on Instagram and Twitter. We new releases pretty much every week, if not every other week. Free shipping orders of $100 or more. So if you spend a lot with them, which is easy to do, you get free shipping on orders. Masks are still available. Ken Griffey Jr. collection is still available. Shirts, hoodies, and uh, I believe some caps over there as well for that collection. Filter jeans collections, uh, sweats, cap shorts, all kinds of accessories and all great comfortable material, really fast shipping. Uh, keep supporting any, any and local all small businesses out there, baseballism included, because they do still need your support and support, support them because they support us. Baseballism.com, AA Sports, America's brand. All right, boys, it's three words time for the MLB. Uh, we're in the NL this week. I have the NL West. Just taking a quick look at the standings, and I'm just going to go for a race. I'm going to go with uh, race for first because as of right now, in, out in the NL West, we have San Francisco at the top. Yes, I yes, that's you heard that right, San Francisco at the top. San Diego sitting at number two, Dodgers sitting at number three, and for anyone counting and anyone that cares, Colorado and Arizona taking up the fourth and fifth spots. But wow, race for first. So uh, San Francisco surprising a lot of people. San Diego and Dodgers are, I mean, they're all fighting for it. So yeah, race for first at this point. Who had the NL East? I, I really hope that you're going to say, what I think you're going to say for your three words when you come up. I don't think I will, but we'll find out. Let's find out. Because so far, I'm one for one. So, all right. Uh, so, I had the uh, NL East. Uh, and for this one, I was kind of torn between two of them. But I'm going to go with uh, with one because I'm noticing more and more this year, we're finding that there are lots and lots of people that have been kind of stepping up, making names for themselves, kind of, you know, exploding on the spotlight. Uh, Ranger center fielder, Shohei, Tatis, uh, Vladdy Jr. Uh, but for this one, it's it's one that we already know, but it's not being talked about nearly as much because there's so much star power in the league right now. So my three words are going to be legitimate MVP contender. Jacob DeGrom should be an MVP contender, not just a Cy Young should he do it, right? Mm. So let's start off with ERA alone. It's 0.71. There's not a number before that point. It's just 0.71. He has, in total, <coughs> four runs allowed over his, what is that, uh, eight starts. 
this year. Four runs allowed in eight starts. He has three RBIs on the year. He almost has as many RBIs as he does runs allowed. Oh, which, by the way, he's batting a 450. I don't know mm. if you guys knew that or not. I didn't know that. That's incredible. Thank you. Uh, so far this year, um, he is four and two, of course, because when he pitches, the Mets can't produce runs. He is in first place with .71 ERA. He's tied. No, he's in tenth with 82 strikeouts. So he's top <coughs> there. And guess what his whip is? Just if you guys had to guess, what his whip would be? 064. 064? 065. <laughs> it's .57. I was closer. He's <laughs> giving up. Right. Closer that point. Well, both of you went over, so neither of you went in the showcase. Uh, but literally, he's giving up half of a walk or a run per inning. He literally has just almost as many runs batted in as he does earns runs given up. Top 10 in strikeouts. The four and two, you can't really fault him for that. That's not his fault. His team fucking sucks. Which, by the way, did you also know that he bats left-handed? But pitches right-handed? Just random. I didn't know that. Yeah, just, I wow. didn't know that until I was kind of researching. Well, colors does the same thing. You don't really? see it often because he just is in the American League. Sure. So but does. he does bat lefty. So I was actually looking at um, the last time that I can remember this happening, and I was looking at Justin Verlander um, through his first couple of starts. Uh, and kind of what he did. Um, so in his first month, uh, he had a 450 ERA. He was 0 and 0. He only had one outing. He went two and three the month after that, and three and 0 the month after that. But it was what 450, 350, and 262. So he got better over time. But up to this point, Degrom has had been more dominant every time he's been out than Verlander was the year that he ended up winning both the MVP and the Cy Young. So if he keeps doing what he's doing, it, it, it's going to be no, it's like no contest at that point, right? And then if you take 35 on average, so then you consider how wide open the National League is for an MVP candidate too. Yeah. What was it? Hold on. He had how many strikeouts? 82. He's on pace for 656 strikeouts. He's not going to get it, <laughs> but like, could you imagine if he continues doing exactly what he's doing? It can't be right. 656. No, no so. way. Hold on. So I think you need to check that math again. 34 starts right, on average. 400, I don't think. How many, how many starts do you usually get on average a year? 30. About 30. Okay. So I was doing a little bit high. So 30. Do you come so far. 30 divided by eight is 3.75, so he's a third of the way through. So it's 81 times three, we'll lowball it. So 243. So I did. I thought he'd had. I thought he'd get close to like 35 stars, whatever, and it would be higher up. So so 250 strikeouts. I think he'll still pass 300 strikeouts. Yeah, he's on pace for 250. Yeah, I think he'll make 300. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Because, I mean, he's been striking out quite a bit. And he was also injured for a time, too. How did you get 600? Even if you were going for 35, how did you get 600? <laughs> divided by 8, it's 4.3 times 81. Oh, because I doubled it. It was 3. Oh, okay. so I doubled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so 354. Uh, 
Let's see. I'm curious. He's a legitimate MVP contender. If he's not at this shit. He is being degrominant this year. It's a shame, dude. It's unbelievable what he's doing. He's batting almost 500. He is, as a pitcher, he's batting almost 500. Almost as many runs batted in as 2019, 2018, he both he had 32 starts. 2017, he had 31. So he's probably he's right around that 30, a little bit more than 30 average. So yeah. So four. Four times how many strikeouts is 81? So 324. If he continues to do his average, he's on pace for 324, excuse me. 324 strikeouts this year. That will be the most of his career. Most he's had is 269 in 2018. Verlander had 247 that year. Mm -hmm. It's unbelievable. Verlander also had over 329. He probably had a better year in 2019 than he did in 2011, but didn't win MVP. Right. If you look at it now, the way the voters have been voting recently, it's harder for a pitcher to get MVP. Not. Here comes Right, if they're lucky, but most of the time you see them in the top five if they win the Cy Young. Sure. Oh, also, I think last year was last uh, outing. Bieber uh, was in the top five. Yeah, he wasn't in the top three. His last outing, his average fastball was over 100 miles per hour. So yeah, he's nuts. Yeah, That's insane. So, do you want to talk about a guy? I mean, if, right now, if he doesn't win MVP, it's it's robbery. I mean, to me, a little bit. Yeah, I mean. Like, there's good players in the NL. Don't get me wrong. Nobody's all over. Nobody's doing what he's doing. As dominantly as he's doing. And for the Mets. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nobody. The fucking Mets. I mean, literally, he's carrying the team right now. Literally, it's that's what he's doing. Yeah. He's carrying the team right now. Yeah. It's right un- now. He's been carrying the team for like, the last I mean, years. Yeah. But still, also right now. You yeah, still I mean? also. Like, you're right. Yeah. 100% right. Yeah. And he's all, again... This is the NL, so he, they do have to play San Francisco. They do have to play the Padres. They have to play the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> it's unbelievable. And now they haven't played all those guys necessarily quite yet, so I'm sure it will shift and change. But, I mean, Atlanta's nothing to scoff at. Philly's nothing to scoff at. Miami, Washington, eh, well, but. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're not playing nobody. No, they're not. Kevin Central? I'm curious what you thought my three words for Central work. I guarantee you it's not the same. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Fly the W. Yeah, I called it. <laughs> well, it wasn't going to be fly the W, but I was right on what both of you were going to say. Really? Well, yeah. I knew it was going to be three-horse race and go, Cubs, go. I called it. I literally told her that. <laughs> I got to talk about the Cubs because they had a terrific week and a half. They took two out of three from the Cardinals. They swept the Pirates. They took two out of three from the Reds. And they beat the Padres last night and are beating the Padres currently right now. So they are having a terrific almost two-week span to take the lead in the National League Central. They are finally looking like legitimate contenders for that division. They still have to go up against the Cardinals, who are also a good team. But taking two out of three from them in this past series a couple weeks ago, yeah, they're looking good, man. Plus, in that division, they are the only team with a positive run differential. I just noticed that. Damn. <laughs> As the person who called them missing the playoffs this year. Wow. Yeah, they turned it around because they were at the bottom of the standings just a month ago, weren't they? Yep. They turned it around. Eight and two in their last ten. They just went seven and two against the division. I mean, that's 
that's pretty impressive. And then when you win one and are winning the second one against what everybody says is the second best team in, in the national league in the Padres, then yeah, you're doing pretty, you're doing something right. So now that you're back in first, should you go? Do you look at trading? Do you look at selling or do you go for it? Do you go for the playoffs? The Cubs? They got to buy. Why wouldn't they be buyers right now? We still have another month, almost, we have a whole another two months almost till the trade deadline. To the trade? So, I mean. As I said, they need to wait and see what happens first. Yeah. But unless they absolutely go out bomb and get the rest of the. Or go out and see if you can get pitching. Pitching is kind of what yeah. you need, yeah. But if they absolutely go out and like bomb the last two months, then yeah, go ahead and sell. But unless they have to do something drastic like that, they need to be buyers at the trade deadline. Because they are the top contender for the Cardinals, who everybody thought was going to win this division hands down. Yeah, but what do you buy with? You can't give up Brian. No, you're not giving up major league players. You're giving up prospects. But you can't give up literally a farm. (laughs) Uh, So let me see if I can find their... Keep talking. I'm looking to see if I can find their top... Prospects. Well, I was actually listening to the the radio the other day, and I heard Anthony Rizzo giving an interview to somebody, some reporter. I don't know. His whole thing was that I think what they're finally seeing amongst themselves is that there was kind of a lot of turnover. They finally got, you know, there's a lot of different guys coming in from different areas. Jack Peterson came in. Um, you know, uh, Jake Arrieta is back. You have you know just a bunch of different guys kind of coming in after the past few years have been so good and pretty cohesive as far as who's on the team, um, pretty consistent, is that they're now, like, relaxed, having more fun with each other, yeah. and I'm enjoying the game a little bit more. I think they started off this season in their heads thinking that they have so much um, expectation on them. Well, I think it was a little bit of themselves, you know what I mean? But there's all this expectation that they should be X, Y, and Z. Um and they weren't having fun. They put too much pressure on themselves. They got in their own heads. But now they're kind of loose and laxing up. However, I will say number two, well, two things. Number one, if the trend continues that they stay streaky, that doesn't necessarily bode well for a playoff run. And number two, Milwaukee has been just as impressive to me as St. Louis or Chicago recently, they're also eight and two in their last 10 uh, and have come a long way in making up the run differential as well. Um, but I don't know if I think with one team flip, we we actually were pretty close to calling what the central looks like. This is kind of generally what we thought it was going to look like at the end of the year. I think there's one, one flip. I think I had St. Louis and Chicago flipped. At the end of the year, did you kind of have that? I think I had Cincinnati and Milwaukee's flip. I, I think I had Cincinnati's to three. I honestly don't remember what I had on because I know I had Pittsburgh at the bottom and I had Cincinnati right at the top of them, and then it was those three. And I'm pretty sure I put Milwaukee in the middle, St. Louis up top, especially after they picked up Arenado, and then Cubs second just because they have a bunch of good players still. Yeah, um, and as far as what the Cubs can give up, they have three prospects ranked in the top 100 list for. Uh, Major League Baseball, two of them are premiums. One is a left-handed pitcher, and the other is a catcher. 
Nice. So they have some prospects. Plus, they have a as their fourth prospect, a shortstop who's 17 years old, and he's already their fourth ranked prospect from the Dominican. Uh huh. Christian Hernandez. <laughs> I just guessed. I think it's Dominican. <laughs> There's nothing more American than watch watching nine Dominican dudes make magic on a baseball. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't you tell me where he's from? Cuba. Cuba. Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic. <laughs> so that's all they do is breed baseball field. Baseball Three million dollars. They have baseball the schools there. Are they Dominican? Oh, fuck, I shouldn't have been worried about. That. Uh, but they have schools <laughs> over there. Venezuela, Dominican uh, Republic, Cuba. Like you go, you go to school, but it's like a baseball school. Like Ronaldo went to a soccer school in Portugal. Yeah, they go to baseball school. Uh-huh. So it's not like. You know, you learn your math, you learn your arithmetic. There's no standardized testing. It's just making sure you learn it, but then you practice. Yeah, practice, and it's just for the school. You just you just learn to play the sport. Now, this kid Christian Hernandez has already done comparisons to a young Alex Rodriguez and Manny Machado. All right then. Wow. Does that bode well though? Yeah. Do you want those? Do you steroids? Do you want those two mixed? I mean, I don't necessarily mind Manny Machado. But, like the other dude. Definitely did steroids at one point. <laughs> like cheats on wives and shit. We don't we don't know that Manny hasn't done steroids. We don't. Take the take the steroids out of it. They, they still had to have talent. You're right. You're right. You know? Come on. We didn't uh, have comes something. Just not give him like <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't know who's shitty <laughs> What's up? What's up? I guarantee you if people are calling to to give you some major league talent, they're calling about that kid and probably one of the top three. Mm-hmm. And probably that catcher, too, because I was thinking about it when you said that. I was like, how many good catchers are there? All three of those top three are in double A. So they can hit the majors next year. Nice. Well, like, really think about it. Like, how many good, good catchers are there? What, Wilson Contreras, yeah, uh, Perez, uh, Yachty is still, still good. You got to put him there. JT? Uh, Romeo, so yeah. Buster Posey's having a fantastic year. Yeah, this year. true. Good catches are hard to come by. I think the prospect that they really need to call him up already. I don't know why they haven't. Um, Rushman uh, for Baltimore. The kid out of um, yeah, Oregon State. I, yeah, Emily Rushman. Uh-huh. Um, I think he's at double A right now. Yeah, I think there's only one good catcher in the American League, and that's Salvador Perez. Why you Christian, on, uh, Christian's not bad. Why, uh, why are you hitting on Jose? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he's hating on himself for me. Like, I don't get it. Edward Rushman is at double A right now. And he's a switch hitter, too, so I mean... Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah, there's like four... <laughs> Joey Bart too, man. He needs to come up, but he's yeah, blocked. true. Who does it say for top ten? Who's the top ten catchers? Uh, as for, uh, for prospects? No, no, no. Who's oh, top yeah, ten prospects? Who's so, top ten like starting MLB catchers? Let's try to think of them real quick. So, Real Muto, Salvador Perez, Wilson Contreras, and Buster Posey. You think Buster Posey still? So? Yachty. You want to top? No, no, top four. Would oh. you put Yachty in the top four? Yes. Posey? Yes. I do. For okay. defense, but for offense included? Defense is what matters for me. Uh, I do. Uh, okay. 
Were we looking for average? No, 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 no. Just, just, just top, top four. Just don't go based off of stats. Just name, yeah. name your top four catchers. Like, well, there's going to be a list. It's like, you know, top four catchers. And, and I put, yes. I, you're asking me, I put Robbie. Robbie Wilson Contreras, obviously. Uh, I still put Yadier Molina up there. Overposing? Oh, I'm not going in order yet. Okay, okay. MLB Network top 10 right now at each position. I don't care about right field. Casey Rooney. Don't care about shortstop. Don't care about second. I've seen if we maybe missed a good one. Somebody's probably yelling at us. Carson Kelly's had a good year for Arizona. Yeah, he actually has had a great year for Arizona. Okay, so right now, top 10, 2021, this is what MLB has. Romuto, Yasmani Grandal, Will Smith, Wilson Contreras. Will Smith, I think, fell off a little bit, in my opinion. I would agree. And I didn't even think about Grindall, so okay. They had Sean Murphy after Grindall that. Grindall had, had a terrible year this year. Yeah. Nola, Austin Nola, Salvador Perez, Travis Darno, Mitch Glaber, Grabber, and then James McCann. Of those four, who are you taking? Or of those, who are you taking to the World Series? I don't think this is right. This can't be right anymore. This had to be at the start of the season or something. If I'm going based on just how many hits these catchers have, Salvi's one, Wilson Contreras is two, Buster Posey's three, Javier Molina's four, and Christian Vasquez is five. You're going off hits? If I'm just how many hits they've had this season. Like, I went up to the plate and I got a hit. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you can't necessarily do I that. I would do because it. They, yeah. don't take, they don't play every game. I, no, I'd say I would do it by average, forward. but it only shows me four catchers because only four qualify for the damn game. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say defense over the plate for a catcher. I would too. I mean, I think you got both. But if we're actually, I mean, you got, yeah, yeah. But out there, what do you? I mean, if you're talking about both, it's got to be Salvador Perez and Riamuto. For me, the top two are Riamuto. Riamuto's not had a. He's had an okay year. I wouldn't say he's lit it up like he did the past couple of years. Sure, but better than average offense and above average defense. Only four homers and 19 RBIs? That's kind of subpar for him. Not bad for everybody else, though. Yeah. And then with the same defense as everybody else. <laughs> Are we about to do another fucking <laughs> ranking? <laughs> Sounds like you spark another fucking. We just did. <laughs> God damn. Anyway, <laughs> we did it for so long. <laughs> <laughs> All we did was rank. <laughs> Damn pandemic. Any other uh, any other storylines? I was trying to think of like just something, but. but if you just we, had, we had a week of no hour, becoming the uh, oh yeah the villain. That's what the what the word is. Yeah. Becoming the villain baseball needed. Dude, the Astros were the villain at baseball needed. I don't know about that. But. Also true. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's not a terrible villain, though. I mean, yeah. I don't have a problem with him at all. I don't either. I don't have a problem with him at all. I mean, he's he's enthusiastic, speaks his mind most of the time, and it's hard to disagree with him. I mean, I find him kind of funny. I mean, yeah, kind of. You know what I mean, I find this shit kind of humorous. Kind of, kind of. Too much, but okay. Yeah. He's not but like you don't like athletes talking at all. It would seem he's not. I mean, he does talk, but he's not like I say that because he talks most of that about my team. He's not <laughs> obnoxious about it. 
Like, eh, he's a little obnoxious. I mean, let's be uh, honest. He is kind of obnoxious. He's not like overly. Did you go for un- I mean, maybe at just, least to me. I don't maybe because I don't pay attention that much. But maybe because I have no reason to not like him. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, yeah. Like there's some guys who I feel like are over the top at things. Maybe we can get him on one day. <laughs> Let's send out the emails, boys. <laughs> huh? Send out the emails. Yeah, be... Spam the inbox. Can you imagine? I will say cool. one thing, though. I, I thought it was cool that he brought on uh, a friend of his from college to be his agent. That yeah. he got along with real well in college. Yeah. That can be real dangerous, though. <laughs> She's killed it for him. Yeah, she had yeah. shit. He got the most expensive contract just because of her. Right. Well, obviously, because he was so young, sure. too. But <laughs> Which, in my opinion, he's totally been paying off. I know people, there's a lot of like no, time. It's completely worthy. Yeah, right? Also, Urias needs to get a pay bomb, too. Urias? Oh, Urias. Yeah. I'm sorry, sorry Urias. Yeah. Urias. Yeah, he does. Because he, his stats look just like Bueller's and Kershaw's and the former Cy Young. His ERA is a little high, but he's winning just as much as the rest of them. Just as many strikeouts. He got you the last out for the World Series. He did. He did. And he's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Including my dad, the catcher. Oh, that he uses Austin Barnes. Thank you. No, not him. There's another guy. I can't remember who it was. Will something. Will no, Smith. not Will Smith. No, there's I'm another not a catcher. Guy. But uh, maybe they're just in the minors or something. But they were both from Mexico. They were both in rehab together at the same time oh. for different injuries or whatever. They came really, really close. Really different. Now they play. They, they play. They both play for the. Maybe not. I can't remember. But uh You're thinking of different dudes. Probably. I know they played for the Dodgers though. Most things was best friend something. now plays for the Dodgers with him. I can't remember who it was, but anyway. Will Smith and Austin Barnes at the Dodgers catchers. Mm-hmm. All right, boys, anything else? Or we can get out of here. I think that's it for episode two. Episode two. Demo's double sports show at demo.com if you want to write in at all. Tell us your three words for baseball or three words for basketball. Contribute. The three right. words for life. Three words for life, man. What three words do you live by? <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to get out of here before any other comments are made. Fuck your life. I was like, oh no. Oh God. <laughs> All right, continue to be good to yourself and be good to each other out there. Don't drink and drive, don't text and drive. With that, I will say later. Peace. See ya.